everybody, welcome to the Amazon Book Club. This week we're reading In the House of Voodoo Song by David McMullen Sullivan. We're back from our break just in time for Halloween with the sequel to last year's Moorhead Manor. So grab yourself a fistful of candy corn and shove it down your gullet. <laughs> Amazon Book Club. My name's Austin Hanna. Hi, I'm Ganesh Sarma. And Shane. This week, we're reading a book called In the House of Voodoo by David McMullen Sullivan, a sequel to last year's Halloween episode and last week's ABC remix. The ha- was it Moorhead Manor? I should Moorhead Manor. I had a nice buildup and I <laughs> lost it. I was like a, I was driving the paint and yeah, lost my hand. It's okay, man. It's been a while since yeah, we've done this. It's it's we're rusty. It, we call it an oopsie here at the Amazon Book Club. And Ganesh is right. We're a little rusty because uh, we just had maybe our longest break ever. We took a sabbatical. We took a sabbatical because our sweet young man Ganesh is now married. You're Mr. Ganesh. Mr. Ganesh Sarma. Got, I'm got, a family man now. now. That's got a ring to it. Oh, my God. And he's got a ring to it on his finger. You had a lovely wedding. <clears throat> it was great. It was a great wedding. Happy to be a part of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Austin made a speech. I gave a speech. And it made me cry. He was streaming tears out of his red eyes when I approached him. It could have been the blunts. But I think it was raw emotion. Ganesh, I'm glad you got married. It was a fun party. Thanks for having us. Thanks, guys. How does it feel to be married? A kept man. Uh, it feels pretty good. Uh-huh. feels about the same. Things cooling off in the sack. <laughs> Feel free to cut. <laughs> Come on. Or heating up. Hey, you never know. A little spark. Something new's going on. That's my wife you're talking about. It's That's been a while. wife. Hey, well, it's been a while. Kiss my Austin. ring, bitch. Can I? Yeah, if you want to. You gotta take it off first. I wore your ring before you did. Did you know that? Did you? Yeah, Phil, Phil his uh, pseudo best man was holding the, the rings. You took a little dip? And I put them on my fingers. <laughs> All of them? I wore both your Her rings. Her rings, too? Uh-huh. Yeah. I was parading around town in your wedding rings. Day of. I don't want this anymore. <laughs> How do you feel about that? You didn't even want to know where those fingers went. Well, it's kind of like at the shoe store. <laughs> you try on shoes that other people have tried on, that's and then you end up buying just, them. Yeah, I guess that's fair. Yeah. Now I know what it's like to be married. But this is just your, Digging you know, your wedding rings. That's yeah. Just your the rings that'll be on your fingers for the rest of your life was on my finger first, but... It's fine. All right. This week, we're reading a book that is a sequel to, uh, as I mentioned before, our last week's ABC remix, uh, Morehead. Still, still blowing it again on the title. Morehead, Morehead, Morehead Manor. Is that right? It was a Halloween book. Uh-huh. And when you know it, the author reached out to us on Facebook and left us a lovely comment. The one and only David Sullivan, pen named David McMullen, McMullen Sullivan. Sullivan McDonovan, has left us a comment saying, Last year for Halloween, you guys did an episode on my book, Morehead Manor. I nailed it. I thought it was terrific. Now I know what it's like to be lampooned. As a matter of fact, I liked it so much, I'd love it if you did an episode on the second book in the series, In the House of the... You got it. Voodoo-sant. Oh, yeah. Sometimes I still find myself saying, Papa liked it sweet, Ugh. and I laugh all over again. I have PTSD from Papa liked it sweet. Yeah, Can we that, roll it back? It. Can you play us a little Papa liked it sweet right here? Papa liked it sweet. Oh, was, I just pissed my pants. Yeah, and yeah, so that's, upset. that's nightmare stuff. Yeah, I've had nightmares about it weekly. 
When you were um, exchanging vowels, I just thought Papa liked it sweet. Mm-hmm. That's because he was saying it. it was oh, real, yeah, that's right. It was inappropriate. Yeah. Yeah. So, hey, David, we're, we're honoring your request. We're doing it. We're doing the book. This week, this is it. This is that episode. Keep listening to it. You'll hear your, your words soon. But in other news, before we dip into David's nasty business. Yeah, we got to warm up a little more. What are we doing? We got a voicemail, folks. Let's hear it. Ganesh, play that sucker back. Look, I want to start off by saying I'm not mad. I'm disappointed. But you can't start off episodes like that, man. Whew. I heard bad news. I was like, damn, what's the bad news? And then it was just the audio was fucking corrupted. Man. Whew. Can't do that to me. Can't do that to us, man. Damn. No, but anyway, love y'all. Glad you're safe. Keep it up. Peace. Well, I heard bad news and thought, what's the bad news is the most relatable sentence anybody's ever said to me. That's how I feel when I hear bad news. That was a, a stark reminder that our last episode was a complete failure. Oh, man. We were riding so high on that episode. Yeah, I know Ganesh went a little off <laughs> off his rocker and recorded a 15-minute long intro. But <laughs> what happened was we our, our audio screwed up. For the first time ever, we lost half an episode. It was a great episode. We all were saying this was the best episode we ever did. Like, legitimately. We this all is, did say this that. This is that's, the truth. That's not, even, that's not even playing around. It that's, sounds like a joke. At the end, we were like, wow. After all these months, yeah. we finally perfected. Yeah, we really na- we nailed it somehow. We were like kissing each other's butts. We were like, mm. figuratively. We're so cute. Yeah, f- figuratively. Because it was a weekend. We we're loose. We were a little uh, tipsy. True. It was a weekend episode. Which maybe honestly, that's we don't mess with success. Why are we doing weekend episodes? We lost. We we lost control. I don't know. We're recording at like fucking midnight right now. Oh. Like idiots. Jesus Christ. Yeah, and this might be an ordinary episode. <laughs> okay, does that cover everything we need to talk about? Should I fucking tell you what we do on this podcast? If you made it through this. Do you even care? What we do on this podcast is every week we read a free ebook from Amazon Prime. We read the first page, the 25% mark, the 50% mark, the 75% mark, and the last page of the book. And then at the end of the episode, we publish it and the author hears it and says, yes, I loved it. I want more. And now we're recording a second of of this author's book. And I'm excited. You guys ready? It's called Relationships. Uh You're going to want to have them with the people that you interact with in life. Oh, wow. Okay, I'm learning a little. Uh, Ganesh, will you read the synopsis of... Uh, uh, in the house of... Why am I the most? Vadu... Nope. Oh, that's why. Vaduisan. The nope. house of Vudasan. Vudasan, there it is. Oh, French. A little... Oh, 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 oh yeah. from uh, New Orleans. Oh, yes. New Orleans. All right. Oh, settle, settle, yeah. down. settle down. All right. Oh, little Montreal. Aren't you a Francophile? One shall die, two shall live. Oh, I thought that's good. Uh, I'll just take one shall die. <laughs> that's what I'm looking yeah, for. Two shall live. Sounds mm, good. Out of the three of us, who's dying? Who's living? Me. Oh, I'm dying. You die? Yeah. Yeah. Makes oh, sense. I mean, I'm not even kidding myself. Like <laughs> I've said it before. If society collapses, I'm killing myself immediately. I'm not even saying anything like that. I'm just saying, like you know, I'm saying if this was a if there is some any kind of ad- adversity, you're out. I'm literally. Di- I'm gonna make myself die. Well, you know, if I'm the gonna, power went out for 48 hours, I'd kill myself. If something happens, I'm going to call you first. No, nope, I'm going to check in on you. If you don't pick up, <laughs> ain't nobody picking up. I'll do the one of those little um, uh, cross things, you know? Mm, yeah. I'll big, go. Big ups to the big guy upstairs. I'll say, hey, save, uh, save watch my, over me, bud. Save my boy's soul. So, uh, father, son, Papa John. Uh, yeah. Father, son, Papa, Papa John. John. Uh, uh, uh. Okay. Read the synopsis, please. One shall die, two shall live, and the blood of the innocent will flow in sacrifice yeah, to yeah. raise the dead. All right. Keep it moving. Oh, wait. We totally forgot to mention. Mm-hmm. 
It's like Halloween. Oh, it's Halloween time. Yeah. It's Halloween Three. time. Okay. Three years. Happy Halloween, folks. Ganesh loves Halloween. He's but Halloween. now that he's he's married, oh. it's a whole different thing. Yeah, it's ch- the same. Ch- child's games are uh, beneath uh, <laughs> this man. Now. Halloween no, no. is a bachelor's paradise. It is. Ooh. What are you talking about? We're doing all sorts of Halloween uh, shit Are you this allowed week? to run around in the nude eating candy? Yes. Well, then you've got a pretty sweet deal. Trick or treat. No more. Three years have passed since the horrors of Moorhead Manor almost took the lives of Emily, Adam, and Jimmy. Remember them? Ew. Yeah. Sure. Jimmy's the uh, ball player. Someone liked it sweet, and I think it was uh, Papa. None of the above. Now the legacy of Moorhead is pulling our heroes back into an even deadlier encounter of black magic and betrayal that they may not be able to survive. Damn. Ooh. All right. Oh, now who likes Halloween? Is that it? Yep. Cool. <laughs> That's hey, good. It sounds good. I'm ready to r- r- rock and roll. Mr. McMullen Sullivan, you write a great synopsis. This bud's for I you. I appreciate you. Let's jump into the first page of the House of Voodoo-san. Amazon Book Club. No, you can't let Shane bring it in. He's, 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 uh, I'm green, okay? I'm pretty green. green. Yeah. He's gun shy. And when it comes to, you know, doing the introductions, you get him on a roll mid sentence, this guy's golden. But you start off a paragraph with this guy, it's a disaster. Anyway, I I, I don't disagree. Yeah. Uh, Shane, jump, lead us into this. (laughs) All right. We're reading, uh, Patrick McMullen Sullivan's House of Vodazon. That's pretty good. Yeah, he's, you know, you could take a couple cues yourself, maybe. His name isn't Patrick McMullen Sullivan. What is it? David McMullen Sullivan McDonovan Trip Dunnigan. You know what I say to that, Austin? I say we're all human beings. We're all just trying to get by. Yeah. Some of us write books and some of us listen to books being read. Yeah. Okay. So why don't you just start reading so we can start listening. Final exams were a week away at Louisiana State University in the fall of 1980, and Adam Brewer was busy studying. He sat on his bed in his dorm room, legs crossed. Mm. Three large textbooks lay before him. The physics and chemistry books were open, imparting their knowledge as Adam's eyes skimmed their pages. Uh, The statistics book was closed. He was saving the worst for last. Mm. Care for it. I never saw you study, either of you. I didn't. Neither did I. Need I remind you, we were in art school. (laughs) Need I remind you, I almost failed out freshman year at the fucking 1.7. Yeah, (laughs) he failed art school. He majored in smoking weed and drinking 40s. Those were the days, huh? <laughs> oh, okay. And he's just in an extended class. Now he's got a PhD in uh, dicking around. Yeah. A knock came to the door, followed by a terse statement. Hey, Brewer, you've got a phone call. Can you do that again, but like more terse? Yeah. Hey, Brewer. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. You got a phone call. That's not, nothing if not terse. Okay, thanks. He replied. Moaning, he unwound his legs and stood up. He'd been sitting in that position way too long. Ooh. Ooh, do you like that? When you unwind and both of them are just... I don't uh, like sitting in that tangling? position. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. I don't, don't like doing it. Yeah, I don't either. I had to do it in Temple a lot as a kid. 
Oh, temple. Yeah. You got something on the fucking floor, cross legged like that. You mm-hmm. went to temple? Yeah, dude. You Jewish? <laughs> no, nah, the other one. Oh, my bad. What do you do when both legs fall asleep? Uh, you hobble. You crawl. Right? You, you crawl. Hobble. Yeah. You no. just grin and bear it. Yeah. I go up and down on my tippy toes. Okay. Try to get some blood flowing. I'm trying to give yourself a challenge. You don't slam leg against wall. You don't slam slam leg against wall. No, sometimes I'll do like a little dra- like a draggy leg kind of thing. But <laughs> do you slam leg against wall? Huh? That's your move. Oh yeah. You try to wake up your legs by slamming them into the wall. Yeah, we're loud. We? we? Who's we? <laughs> Me and my legs. The, oh, like your kin family. <laughs> we, bunch of fucking leg slammers. Bunch of six foot plus leg slammers. Me and my boys are loud. Slamming leg against wall. And by that, I mean my two legs. <laughs> call, them, call them my boys. <laughs> my, my boys are getting a workout today. I mean, they're the size of a boy. They, you Each. Know? Yeah. Wow. I got twins down home. <laughs> Who would be calling him? Halfway down the hall was the payphone. Adam found the receiver sitting on top of the box. He picked it up and held it to his ear. Hello? He said. Adam, is that you? It was Jimmy Mitchell. Oh. He and Adam used to be best friends in high school. Ooh, long time ago. Mm-mm. But that was nearly two years ago, and a lot had happened since then. Now they barely spoke. If I recall correctly, Jimmy was banging his sister. Oh, whoa. whoa. I don't remember that, but you I also... You read up, huh? I can't disagree. So someone's studying mm-hmm. later in life. That's right. Ganesha's wow. reading. You that. got a, You don't have a 1.7 now. You got a 3.1 for podcast. Oh. That's it? Yeah. Uh, Come on, man. And What's... it's out of five, too. No. Ooh. Now I'll give you a 3.5. I could have sworn I got like a perfect score, dude. Oh, that's the most Ganesh thing ever. Yeah, I mean, I'm not taking credit for the flub last week. I'm going to get whatever it was. <laughs> that, <laughs> that was not my fault. Well, you want all the credit when things are going good, but yeah. as soon as we lose half, lose half an episode, I don't know what happened. That, my computer yeah. ate it. That flub was not graded on a curve. That's a hard thing that's going to sit and weigh down your average. My dog ate my homework. Ganesh, we don't believe it. You fucked it up. You fucked the computer. Hey, Jimmy. Hey, man. Long time no speak. How are things in the minor leagues? Well, he's Whoa. in the minors? Shit, he got drafted? He's getting about 500K a year. No. Uh-huh. That's not what minors league players are paid. Well, they should. Am I right? Mm-hmm. Everyone should. Yeah. Hey, they're fine. Hey, listen. Great. Adam said, cutting him off. Say, how's the weather in Sarasota? I'm not in Sarasota. I'm in New Orleans. New Orleans? I believe that's Nolan. New Orleans? What are you doing back in Louisiana? I would have figured you were still at training camp. Adam. Jimmy snapped. I didn't call to talk about the miners. Jimmy's harsh tone was a slap across the face, but for the first time, Adam realized that there was an underlying tension in Jimmy's voice. Okay, what'd you call to talk about? Jimmy softened. Adam, we used to be really good friends a long time ago, right? Yeah. Yeah, we're still friends, Jimmy. We were. But not like before. Now in North. Now I'm in New Orleans and I'm a new man. Hey, we should go to New Orleans together. I thought we're doing that. Yeah. This coming year. Oh, yeah, we are. Well, okay, let's go to New Orleans. Uh, book your tickets. Ooh. All right. Let's let's well, record a special Bayou edition. Oh, yeah? Oh, you want to bring this whole rig down? Yeah, Amazon Bayou Club. Pack up Ganesha's Dell. Pack up the rig. We're going to the swamps. A couple mics. Mm-hmm. Get down there on the dirty Bio. They got those boats with like the big fans on the back. What's that? I don't know. Fan boats. Ah, no. yes. Mm. Those are called whippers. We whipping down on the bayou. <laughs> anyway, New Orleans is fun. New Orleans. No, no, no Orleans. Uh, it's fun. You've been. You, been. Oh, you've been. Yeah, I, I never been. Yeah, I went. I, uh, we went Whoa. for like a splash of days. You had some beignets, if I recall. We did. We went to the big beignet 
famous place. The big I wouldn't wait. In, it's place. a fucking line. Yeah. That, that place is like a tourist. I trap. ain't waiting in line for a beignet. The French Quarter is like Times Square, man. Uh, yeah. It's like everything's oh, a fucking well, tourist. My trap. favorite place on earth. Yeah, you every day. Uh-huh. You're there. And it's just uh, Bayou Swamp versions <laughs> of uh, like Elmo and Spider Man down there. Pretty yeah, pretty much. Uh, they're all saying Crow Daddy. Crow, tickle, tickle me Elmo. Mm-hmm. Give me a Crow Daddy. And it's fun. Oh well, okay. Families love it. Actually, the French Quarter. If you want to see a bunch of fifty-year-old mm, like bounce. white people just fall down drunk in the street, oh, go oh. to the French Quarter in New Orleans. That's like the only way I want to see old white people. <laughs> Serious, yeah. Falling down in the street, and there's like horses walking by pooping on them. Oh shit! And then the horse riders are like, "Get out of the fucking street!" Damn, and they're like, like ah. "This does sound like Times Square." Yeah. It, well, think about it. It's so. It's like the. Just think about it. This is gonna be offensive. Oh, to who? Old white people. Oh, oh they cares. don't listen. Let her baby. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I feel like New Orleans is like redneck New York City. Mm. And like, that's where everyone goes. You're saying I should move there. Yes. Oh, <laughs> yeah. my God. There's never been a man more no, perfect the, for Nolly. You're the first person I actually thought of when we were there. I was like, Ganesh would love this. This he place smells like Ganesh. But you would. It's great. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I don't know where I'm going with this. Nolans. Sorry, folks. No, not like before. For the sake of friendship, I need you to really listen to what I'm going to tell you. Okay, shoot. Adam, we're in trouble. Who's in trouble? All of us. You, me, and Emily. (gasps) Adam winced at the mention of his sister's name. Listen, Jimmy, if this has anything to do with what happened between you and Emily, I'd rather stay out of it. It's not about that. Well, what's it about then? It's about... Moorhead. Don't you dare utter that name to me, boy. That place burned down. Moorhead? It did. It was a name Adam had never wanted to hear again. His breath hitched in his throat and he was lost for words. Adam, Adam, you you still there? Moorhead's gone, Jimmy. He replied, I watched it burn with my own eye. Why are you bringing up that old place? My own eye? Mm. They found us. (laughs) My other eye was closed. I was scared. (laughs) They found us. What if you're scared? You're scared so you only open one eye. I could only muster oh. one eye. I was so petrified. It's much less scary with just one eye. Oh, man. I'm really going to fall into this voice for the rest of the episode. Yeah, that's you. That's me. They found us. I don't know how. They won't tell me yet, but they did. That's why I'm in Norrance. Who found us? You know what I had in New Orleans? Mm. Okay, there's a place that did like their own version of the Big Mac uh. called the Pig Mac. Okay. Because it had pork patties. Pork patties. And hey, let me tell you, mm-hmm. they nailed the sauce. Yeah. What's that sauce? A Thousand Island dressing. They nailed it. Okay. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I don't think I'd like that on pork, but all right. Oh, that you sauce could. is good on like anything. What kind of bread are we talking about? The sesame seed bun. Oh, I want a Kaiser roll. No. I want a sesame seed bun, dude. Mm. It's, it was like, it was great. Okay. I had to do it and I got it. Well, when we go to Nolene's, we'll stop by, get ourselves a Pig Mac, suck down a lemonade. Get a cotton candy. And a beignet. I can't really say. Why not? Jimmy's voice dropped down to a whisper. Adam, they're, they're in the room with me. No. They know that we were inside the house the day it burned down. Wait, ho- hold on. Can we back up here? None of what you're saying is making much sense. I know it doesn't. I'm sorry. But that's why you and Emily need to come back down to New Orleans. The old man is threatening to put us all in jail if we don't strike a deal with him. We all have to be together. Old man? What old man? And Jimmy, I can't leave school. I have finals next oh, week. Oh, no. It's always finals. Oh, no. You only have to come down for the weekend and you can bring your books, but it has to be this weekend because they say the timing is critical. All right. 
A car and driver will pick you both up tomorrow in front of the admin building at 9 in the morning. White glove service. Back for a few days. Jimmy, I can't leave. I've got plans. You have to. If you don't, none of us are going to have any plans. This is crazy and Emily will never come. You'll have to find a way to convince her. Adam was about to reiterate his protest when he heard another voice on the line. It sounded like it came from over Jimmy's shoulder. That's enough. Hang up now. And then the line went dead. Dude, the old man's going to be Papa. He liked it sweet. Till the house burned down. And now he's got a taste for blood. Mm -hmm. Are we done? Yeah, let's stop there. Yeah, that's a good time. Let's jump ahead now to the 25% mark of the house of Voodoo. of the house of Udasant. Spooky. Cool. That ignited Emily. Wait, do it again. Ooh. That ignited. Ooh. All right. Okay. The, okay. Hey, the leaves are, are turning. You know, it's that time of the year. Yeah, that ignited Emily. Are you insane? No, there's no way I'm stepping back inside that house. It'd be like going back, returning to Moorhead Manor. Oh, perfect. It's like we missed no time at all. Then nothing <laughs> happened in the, in the pages wait, between. Wait, huh? huh? I finally feel like I know what's going on. Uh, what? What? That line is what clued you in on what's going on? Well, it's just, uh, I don't I don't feel like any time has passed, and I like it. Well, yeah, we should just read the books without the breaks. Easier. Young lady, I'm not asking you to do any of the heavy lifting. You're there just as consultants and to answer any questions my people may have. Who's his people? I don't care what role we'd have and I don't care about your threats. Bayou swamp freaks. Everyone you send in there will come out in a body bag. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Mm -mm. You ever say that? All the time. At work, at home. Yeah. To my parents. You my tell parents. us that. I'm not doing it. That's my number one most said phrase. I do like saying that as well. You're yeah. a no guy. I'm a, I'm a big I, no guy. It feels good to say no. Yeah. It's not my shit. It's not my responsibility. I don't want to do it. No. All the time. Even when it is my responsibility. You got to try no at least once. Sometimes you get out of stuff. That's true. Yeah. I just say yeah and then fizzle. <laughs> You're an under deliverer. Yeah. I'm a, I meet you with the correct expectations right up front. Yeah. I definitely under, <laughs> I definitely under promise. Yeah. And I under, I under, uh, Oh well. no, I over promise. I'm like, Oh yeah. No. Yeah. That sounds great. I'm and then like, I don't think I can do that. After I've had a couple of drinks, I'll over promise a lot. Oh like, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. No, I'm, yeah, I'm definitely a, nah, Shane's a big, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Ganesha is a, Oh, maybe. <laughs> Depending on if I'm drunk, I just say pass. It really makes people upset. <laughs> Saying pass is a pass. <laughs> and you can say that in any conversation at any time, and it's fair. Like, okay, you pass. That's a hysterical exaggeration. No, it's not. Mr. McManus has been in that house four separate times since Hannah's disappearance. He hasn't seen a ghost or anything sinister now. Uh, the house appears harmless. Harmless enough to kidnap your granddaughter. You call that harmless? All right, so this mysterious man's granddaughter has been kidnapped by Moorhead Manor. Which something burned down, I thought. Yeah, maybe we'll get some more info soon. I'm no fool, girl. So don't think I haven't prepared for all the possibilities. And how do you prepare to fight a ghost when it's out to murder you? Guns won't kill it. There's no weapon you can use to stop it. Mr. Busford breathed deeply, calming himself from the heated exchange with Emily. Once relaxed, his lips produced another knowing smile, and he said, Well, actually, there is. Impossible, Emily responded. The old man turned his head toward McManus and gave him a simple nod. 
The gesture must have held some sort of communication within it because the ex-soldier walked out of the room. He was gone for several minutes before he returned, accompanied by a young gentleman with dark curly hair and thick glasses. Young ones, I'd like you all to meet Dr. Neil Kane. He's a Harvard graduate who specializes in paranormal investigations, which is a fancy way of saying he's a ghost hunter. Ooh, the Harvard ghost oh, hunter. Oh, the Harvard law degree. Come in, doctor. Come on in. He's using it well. The two men joined the group in the center of the room. Good afternoon, the doctor said. Doctor, can you explain to my guests about tomorrow and why there's no reason to worry? No. With pleasure. Oh. The house has shown no signs of paranormal activity since Hannah abduction but tomorrow is all souls day and that gives us a unique opportunity why is that emily asked all souls day is an important observance in christianity but it is also observed by practitioners of voodoo mm, what a coincidence i thought voodoo was more about the idea of somebody i didn't know it was a, it was soul work i don't know you've already said more than i ever knew about voodoo other than the dolls it's soul work ah is that what we're talking about soul work how would you fare i mean would you rather be pushing the needles or taking the push i think taking the push oh yeah what are we talking yeah. about voodoo would you rather, what that's the easiest would you rather be pushing the needles or uh-huh. taking the push yeah, yeah. he said taking the push what psychopath what you don't want to be pushing the needles i don't want to push the needles into somebody why not even your worst enemy I don't really have any enemies, man. No? Not even the cop that arrested you? No, we uh we grabbed a beer later after that. That's fine. I bet you did. Down at Bubba's. Hey, you son of a bitch. I sold this guy a Jeep chair. Listen, he got me fair and square. <laughs> Them's the rules. You got me two years ago, sir. I, I've been got. Here, so you and yours take that shot or I'll kick your ass. <laughs> Anyway, I uh, I'd uh, um, abstain. I wouldn't do either. Well, that doesn't seem like an option in your scenario. <laughs> well, it does. You you two this, options. You this hypothetical. You abstain. <laughs> yeah. Your I just own want, question. I'll watch. I want to watch. Yeah. Let me watch. You don't like to get your hands dirty. No, nah, I want to watch it. Uh, yeah. The question, because I know Austin's pushing the needles. You're a pusher. You're yeah, getting pushed. Want and I'm watching. That explains our. Dynamic. Where, are you, where are you putting that needle, Austin? Up your dick. I knew it. Yeah, buddy. You got something wrong with you. Yeah, man, I do. Do you mean th- like up? Uh, I don't anyway, know. I don't let's think not talk. Are you talking how that like these dolls aren't like they, terribly no, anatomically correct? They're not. The voodoo, voodoo dolls don't have penises traditionally, but I'm gonna make one that does, and I'm just gonna stab you right near. What happens? <laughs> <laughs> does it need to be like the right size and everything? Or? Nah. <laughs> when you when you take it down that small, it gets hard to see. <laughs> Still got a big butt though. For yeah, you, bubble butt. I'll leave that one alone. I've seen damage. I've seen Ganesha's butt so many times. Is it nice? I I feel like you've seen it. Probably. It's one time, big. Uh, it's pretty big. So huh? our yes. dorm was in like a 15 story high rise building, mm. and low rise, if I should say. But anyway, one time we were out in the street and we we're like, "Hey, Ganesh, we're looking at your window. Do a little show." And then we see this little butt. Pop up in the window. A big butt. A little, like, that was a big butt. And it starts just dancing around. It's going bop, 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 bop. Yeah. And we're with, like a whole group of strangers just standing, waiting to cross the street. And we're all pointing and laughing. And they're all like, what are you looking 
looking at? And they're looking and they see that a little butt. butt in the window. And it's your butt. And I apologize to all those other pedestrians. You know day. what? You're right. I have seen Ganesha's butt. We were like, wag that butt. Now and you're a bad man. Wag the butt. No, I'm a good man. I'm a husband. I have a family, sir. You don't have a family. And also many husbands are bad. Have you ever watched Lifetime Movie Channel? <laughs> wow. What a way to start out. Happy fucking marriage, big dog. <laughs> anyway, good butt. I appreciate it. All right. Read the freaking book. One time we went skinny dip and I saw his butt in the moonlight. Did the light dapple and dance off of it? Yeah, I said, good lord. <laughs> good lord. Check out the meat on that caboose. I said, wowooga. <laughs> Look at that log floating down the river. Wait, no. Oh, no. Ganesh, That's no. my good friend Ganesh. It's said to be a time when uh, spirits are more active. There's an entity in that house. It'll show itself tomorrow. And that machine of yours, Mr. Busford said. Oh, yes, the EMP. What's that? Adam replied, it stands for electromagnetic pulse. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. Okay. <laughs> but what is it? Sounds good. Mm -hmm. That's all I need to know. What does okay do? Skinny's <laughs> just got a big booming message that said, it's time to update. Oh, no. And it said, <laughs> it said restart in one hour. He pressed okay. <laughs> That's Windows. Food. Yeah. Oh, damn it. I don't want to restart now or in an hour. So, Okay. <laughs> But what is it? As has been proven in many theorems, all matter consists of energy. Likewise, spiritual entities must consist of some type of energy as well. Yeah, farts. Mm -hmm. Energy we don't understand. Farts. Oh, yeah. That being said, there has been research that shows that an EMP discharge could affect such beings. Yeah, big farts. Mmm. Jippers. Come on. Jimmy jumped in. <laughs> Sorry, Doc. We're not scientists. Can you give that a give us that in layman's terms? Toots. He means that the device will knock them out. Mr. Busford exclaimed. Yes, that's what I was referring to. At higher levels, it might even cause them great harm. Knock them out? You can knock out a ghost. Yeah. You the unconscious ghost. Oh, could you imagine fighting a ghost? No. Karate? I can't. I think I'd lose. If a, if a ghost came at you and was, like, trying to fight you, mm -hmm. would you just laugh at him? No, I'd try to reason with him. I'd I'd uh, I'd barter. Ghosts can't hurt you. I don't know. Sure they can. How? Scratching you? I don't know. Ghosts can hurt you. They can scare you to death, dude. Yeah. I, I think I might have, like, a heart attack. Gave me like a daggum heart attack. Oh, Shane looks pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> Like Listen, that. like if if a ghost, <laughs> if I was approached by a ghost, I would say that I wouldn't necessarily blame the ghost for my death. I would blame my <laughs> high. Well, you would be a ghost, then you then you I could kick its ass. Blame yeah. my Are you high me cholesterol level. Kick your ass, you dead son of a. You want to kill me right now? No, that's a, ghosts are afraid to kill you because then then it really goes down on yeah, their plane. That's true. If that's I true. if I legit saw a ghost, I would shit my pants. They're just fucking with you. Yeah, that's yeah, right. They can't kill you because then you'll just give them a swirl. That's true. They're like tapping on the glass at the aquarium. But like yeah. if they broke the glass, then it's like, oh, here he comes out of the aquarium. He's going to kill me. They don't want to let you into the ghost world so you can start whooping butt. If a ghost kills another ghost, what happens? <sighs> they come back alive. Jail? And ghost jail. You ever seen R.I.P.D. starring Jeff Bridges? <laughs> oh, no, I missed that one. Late, mm. it's a, that's a late summer uh, flick. That's an August release. I don't I don't catch many of those. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing in August? Huh? You know what my favorite is? August release? Huh? You're going to hate this. We're talking August releases. Okay, what is it? The Mummy. What's a why am I going to hate that? That's I think that was an originally like an August release, and wow. if it isn't, I didn't realize you looked down on August releases so much. Oh, come on. Jeez. <laughs> Damn. What's a what's a good movie that comes out in August? I don't think about The what, Mummy. I don't think about when movies came out month-wise. 
Unless it's like a Christmas day joint. They all follow us. <laughs> Come on, uh, there's like a fucking schedule. Sp- the cinephile scoffs. scoffs. <laughs> I'm just saying, they know what they're doing. An August release, well, now it's more of like, you can get by with it because people are taking risks. Mm-hmm. They're holding out. I only watch These YouTube. companies making so much money, they're holding out. They can put something out in August and it might be a big hit. I don't watch movies. I watch ASMR videos on YouTube. That's my summer release. Oh, yeah. That's my big blockbuster. What's a good month for those? Every month. Every month. Every minute of the day. Oh, yeah. Whisper, whisper. I've got a good point here. And if you agree with me, write in. If you don't, then then please stop listening. No, don't yeah, do Don't that. listen to him. Don't just <laughs> tune him out. All right. Five, four, three, two, one. What's the point of the countdown if you're never ready at the end of it? <laughs> trying to buy myself some time, dude. Just, dude. just don't say Yes, that. that's what I was referring to. At higher levels, it might even cause them great harm. But what does it do to people? Emily replied. The effect is minor, you see. Ringing ears, headache, that sort of thing. The electromagnetic wave doesn't penetrate the skin very much. (laughs) Very much. Who knows? Yes, thank you, doctor. You've been a great help, Mr. Busford said. I'm happy to help. Feel free to return to what uh, you were doing. Of course. Good night. The doctor nodded and left the room. I'll stop there. All right, goodbye. Okay. Goodbye, doctor. Let's jump it. Was that was only 25, right? That was 25. Ooh, Let's, we're getting too loose. Let's tighten it up. Let's jump ahead to the 50% mark. Yes, sir. Of the house. <laughs> yeah, keep your August release opinions <laughs> yourself. Let's jump ahead to the 50% mark of the house of Voodasant. The House of Voodasant. Let's tick tock. Let's go. Before we jump back into it, I just want to point out that The Mummy 1999 came out on May 4th. Wow. Not an August release. Wow. In fact, a May release. Wow. What do you have to say for yourself, Shane? Well, you know, when you're a kid, they all run together. The summer months, they just bleed. May is, when May you're having May fun. May is hardly a summer. When you're having fun month. eating dirt. Yeah. This is, that's when it came out in, uh, down in your neck of the woods. <laughs> yeah. That's when Cowshit Road got it. Came out the, the multiplex. Old, the old 10 cent trailer got the uh, yeah. VHS in August 2007. That was <laughs> in the old uh, Walk in the Field Theater. Mm-hmm. That's right. Stand next to the speaker. Hmm. There it is. Oh, yeah. Well. Projected on a hay bale. The is rare, that what you want, Austin? That's not what I wanted. Okay. I don't want any of this for you. I wish you had an affluent upbringing. They stayed hopeful. <laughs> no one argued that it was a lost cause. <laughs> In fact, Adam took the lead along with the doctor. They put every room to the test. They, uh, this suited Jimmy just fine. What a thing to say to somebody. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I did, too. Listen. I saw your house. That was my teen's house. My my children, my childhood house. My children. My childhood. It was, uh, we moved on up. We were like the white Jeffersons. Mm. <laughs> Feel free to <laughs> cut liberally. <laughs> Damn. Except it wasn't a deluxe apartment in the sky. It was just a big old house in the woods. Uh yeah. And it was uh, the first time he had had Emily to himself in almost two years. He didn't want to seem too eager, and for a while, they simply walked side by side. Aww. Have you been? Was his opening line. Emily looked sideways at him. Fine. It wasn't much to work with. Jimmy survived her brevity was intentional, but he wasn't about to give up on having a talk with her. A real talk. Just fine? Where were you on 9-11? This is in 1980. <laughs> <laughs> 
What? Nine eleven. What's that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is the distant past. Just fine. Yes. What's wrong with fine? Nothing. I just thought you'd say great or fantastic. You're usually more positive. Well, we are searching a ghost house for a kidnapped child, so. I would be, but we're trapped in another haunted house. (laughs) Yeah, well, come on, Jimmy. Read the room, the haunted room. Fine is all I can manage. How can you be so happy? I'm not happy. I'm just reminiscing. Aw. Reminiscing? Yeah, kind of. This takes me back to Moorhead. Just for all of us, that's the problem. My yeah, ass, remember my, last time we were in a haunted house? My assistant teacher in kindergarten was named Moorhead. Peggy Moorhead. You had an assistant teacher in kindergarten? Yeah. To two you of remember her name? To corral yeah, you little Peggy suckers. Moorhead. Her son was on the Minnesota Vikings. They give her a what? lesson. And he came. He, I think he was like an offensive lineman. Look it up, folks. Uh, this is like 1992. <laughs> wow. Three, I don't know. Uh, anyway, yeah, he came and he threw the ball what was around. His, but he was an offensive lineman. I think so. I think he only played like one or two. Was he years. bad at throwing? Uh, no, he's great. Oh. I don't know. I was a child. Should have been a QB. So I told him, I said, hey, sir, your arm's looking really good. <laughs> You're going to want to put that to use. Uh, Fran Turkington, get him out of there. Fran <laughs> Turkington. <laughs> was he a Vikings quarterback? <laughs> I think. I don't is know. A, was that, is that how you say his name? Turkington. Tar- huh? Turkington. <laughs> no, Turkington, like the uh, Thanksgiving. Like Turducken, yeah. Uh, Freddie Turpin. Well, Vikings play on Thanksgiving a lot. It's an easy mistake. That broke Austin. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, what a weird story. That's how my brain works. Yeah, I like Sorry. it. I like the way it goes. Peggy, if you're out there, thanks. Well, it wasn't all bad. Really? What about it was good? Well, I know it sounds funny because we almost died, but all the terrible stuff helped me to realize something good. That I loved you. Ooh. At the mention of love, Emily stepped away from him. I don't want to talk about us, Jimmy. You know that. Emily, I wish you'd finally hear me out. I wish you'd believe in me. I did once. She replied as she made her way to the stairs. This is beautiful. I love you, Emily. Will you at least believe that? She looked back. I don't believe nothing after Moorhead. Their eyes met. (laughs) I loved you too, Jimmy. I'm just not the type of girl to compromise on what that looks like. Damn, good. Stand up for yourself. Be strong. Fuck you, Jimmy. Yeah. You ran off to play minor league ball at Nolene's. Jimmy, whose knows what's it? She descended the stairs as if the steps were a far off horizon. She disappeared over them, leaving Jimmy alone to brood in the silence of her wake. Mercifully, he didn't. ever brood in silence? Oh, yeah. I've seen you brood in silence. Every day. You have? Oh, yeah. Me? You're you're a brooder for sure. Mm -hmm. Uh, Wow, you're both saying mm -hmm. yes so quickly. Oh, yeah. You've got a a big brood mood sometimes. (laughs) Kanish, on the other hand... He broods, but he more he stews. Yeah, you do stew. You're yeah. a stewer. You're you gotta. You can tell there's something going on inside of you. <laughs> Darkness. Yeah, you don't stand still. You gotta. You gyrate. I don't know about me. I don't think I brood. I no, you just you're constantly complaining. You don't just, have anything to brood about. You're there's just nothing going. Wearing on. it on your sleeve. Yeah, that's the best way to live. You guys are all pensive and angry. I'm just like fuck this all the time, and everybody's like shut up. And I'm like, but it gets out my angries. <laughs> Wow. And it works. It works for me. We got a brooder, a stewer, and a pooer. Because mm-hmm. you poo out your ideas. I didn't need explanation, but I appreciate it. Your words are shit. I like your words so much, I have to think about them quietly Let's to see. myself. Shane's a good. He says nice things to me. Often in a corner. Ganesh is mean and bad. I say nice things to you all the time, but then I'm, it's just returned with... I'm so much nicer to you on the podcast than I used to be. We were listening to that last episode, and I was like, man, I was being kind of a dick. Mm-hmm. And now, how the tables have turned. It's been a year. It's been a year, and now Ganesh thinks he wears the big pants. Well, he's married. That's true. 
He's a married man and he yells curses at me. Mercifully, he didn't have to stand there long. Adam and Dr. Kane came out of one of their rooms to carry the EMP. Anything? Adam gave him a thumbs down gesture. I'm sorry, the doctor said. My machine doesn't appear to work on this house. Oh, huh. wow. Terrible. Who knew? Would you uh, pull out the zappers for a house? Is that what the, that's the medical term? Mm-hmm. If someone's like clearing up the zappers for you, what are you talking about? The zappers. You talking about like the things that bring you back to life? Yeah. No, no, no. I don't think that's what this, they're using. This is different. Nah, they're zapping this thing. Mm, no. They're sitting out there. They're rubbing them, and they're about to go. Isn't the, uh, EMP like in Call of Duty? Is like it shuts out all the like electricity. Oh, Call of Duty. I don't know. Nah. That's the only thing I know an EMP from. Nah. I'm not like a uh, a military fellow. Nah. Get your head in the game. It's the zappers. They're not zappers either. You're both wrong. They're uh, uh, it's like a bomb that goes off that turns off the robots. That nah, can't be it. I got a discount at zappers.com. Yeah, they got sued and they just because I had an account in 2011, they were like, Hey, you get a 10% discount, buddy. Your account might have been compromised 10% off your next shoe purchase. That's oh, zappers. zappers. <laughs> I get it now. So this boy bought a lot of zappers. Well, anyway, if you had an account in 2011, check your email. You were compromised. That's okay, Doc. It was worth a try. Adam grunted in frustration. What do we do now? Go back downstairs, I guess, and see what McManus's plan is. The three of them joined the group in the living room. McManus was passing out flashlights to anyone who didn't have one. Hey, what are these for? They make light? Wow. McManus's lips pressed into a faint smile. <laughs> Patronizing. Why are you passing them out? We're going through that hole in the wall. Is that a good idea? Jimmy responded. <laughs> no. No, clearly not. You have a problem with that? Hell yeah, I do. This house is dangerous. I don't think it's smart. It's a smart move to let it catch us in the dark. Finally, someone talking some sense in this damn house. Yeah, I wouldn't go through a hole in the wall. Mm-mm. Doors only, windows maybe. You got a rule like that? Yeah, that's about it. Those are the only holes in my walls. The ghost is dead. We need to move on and find Hannah. Can you kill a ghost? Emily contradicted with her own faint smile. Hey, dead or gone, the point is we're moving on, okay? And if there's anything the doctor's machine can't handle, this can, McManus said, putting his hand on the butt of his his holstered gun. Biceps. These two, uh... Snakes. These these two wily cobras. They'll (laughs) take down a ghost. That's what I call them. Mine. Not yours, but mine. Okay, nice mm. of you to, to call them the thing I just said. Yours are uh, timber rattlers. Timber rattlers. Shane's yeah. are uh, coral snakes. Oh, interesting. Mm. Weird. Take Probably goodness. the most deadly of all. Mm. Well, not as deadly as the cobra, but in the know. U.S. No, most people are talking about the coral snakes these yeah, days. Yeah, nobody's talking about cobras anymore. Yeah, that's old news. That's 90s yeah. shit. Mm-hmm. One time I was in India and I saw two cobras fight. Wow. There's a cow right next to it. Just watching? Just watching. <laughs> Damn, even the, there co- a, even there the cobras a, respect the this cows. Ca- this cow was just uh, was chained up to a post in this field. They're allowed to chain the cows over there. I thought they were like special citizens. You know, you chain them up. Also, why do you got to chain a cow? They don't go anywhere. Someone walking to traffic, dude. Walking to traffic. Yeah, that happened in Queens like a year ago. Somebody's unchained cow walked into traffic. It in happens Queens. like a lot. There's like a slaughterhouse or something. Up there. Oh no, it's a slaughterhouse. Yeah. All right. I'm we talking don't... about Queens. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Are we done with this chapter? Yeah, sure. Yeah, I'll stop there. Okay. Let's jump ahead now to the 75% mark of um, a book. In the house of Fudsan. Ah, yes.
All right. Well, here we are. 75% mark of the House of Voodoo's Benjamin Busford reached into his coat pocket and produced the photograph. Is this you? Oh, you were going another way. I was taking it Nickelback style. But again, anachronistic as this takes place in 1980. Is this you made more sense? Emily's fingers went to her lips. No. While my people were in there, they planted evidence of my own in your rooms. In Mr. Mitchell's, the police found his charred baseball. More artifacts from Moorhead will be found under Adam's bed. And as for you, Miss Brewer, a journal conventionally written in your own hand. What's this voice? From it, the police will learn how it was you three that burned down that abandoned estate. This is Ganesha's real voice. And how you became obsessed with my house. Finally, he gets to let loose and be himself. Then with me. Me and my family, it will be your lot. The authorities will say kidnapped Hannah and laid a trap for us when we came looking for you. It's like a sailor-ish. I don't know what's going on here. Yeah, sailor-ish. Now Jimmy broke in. Hey, Anna's been missing for a while. Your story won't convince anyone. Lydia's sobs answered Jimmy's claim. You, you devil. That's why you kept the police out of this. That's why you wouldn't let me call them. He can make up any story he wants, Emily announced. He walks out of here in McManus's body, us dead, and an alibi that no one will question. What is happening? That sounds like a touch of murder, a splash of ghosts, and some punching. There's a hole in a wall. I don't know what's going on. Sounds like this man is now a spirit, and he has killed McManus and is going to inhabit McManus's body and walk out of there. Who's McManus? He's the one that wanted to go into the hole. Uh, He's the one with the gun. A man with a gun in the hole. Okay. All right. I'm asking too many questions. Free and clear. And the best part is I'll be able to attend my own funeral. (laughs) That would be cool. Would you attend your own funeral just to see who comes? Um, nah. Yeah, I think I want to be a fly on the wall, man. I want to know what the people are saying. You should fake your own funeral then. No, I send out invites. I don't want to know that bad. My funeral is going to be boring. Yeah. I don't even want to go. I'll get drunk. Like no one. Yeah, I had one rule, and I was like, "Let's everyone have fun at my funeral." And then you know that's not (laughs) going to happen. Let's everyone. Hey, let's everyone have fun at my funeral. If I make a cool playlist, uh, have to listen to your playlist. Yeah, yeah. But then, like, no one, no one's gonna like honor that. So sure they will. Come on. It's a funeral. No one's going to be like, well, he really wanted a fun time. What would be on it? All the good hits. Hail to the Redskins. No. What's that good No Doubt song? Uh, Don't Speak. Yeah, that'd be on it. Okay. And then Hail to the Redskins. Yeah. No. Oh. Uh, Sixpence, None the Richer. Kiss all... Me? Yeah. Oh, that'd be like, on it. Kiss uh, Your Corpse. It huh? would be all EDM. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah, everybody gets a pacifier on the way in. What's the pacifier got on it? Laxatives. <laughs> it's going to be a party. Yeah. Splash Zone. Man. I'd love to take a dump in your honor. Oh, yeah? <laughs> at my funeral? At your funeral. I'm going to take could a dump you, at your funeral. Could you do me that favor? Could you, would you do me that kindness? Would you take a dump at my own funeral? Well, I'd just be honored, sir. We've lost control. <laughs> Mr. Busford slapped his knee and laughed once more, making the wheelchair rattle. Wow. You ever laughed that hard? I don't like the sentence that ends with made the wheelchair rattle. It's just nothing good comes of rattling a wheelchair. There's no positive to a rattling wheelchair. You ever see wheelchairs on the street that are just empty? Yeah, what's what up happened? With <laughs> There's a story there. Somebody, I mean, I guess the natural would be like, was a miracle happened? But no, more likely somebody, somebody just got dumped out of it. 
that's what you think happens that's pretty bleak. well nobody I, so nobody's like well i can walk now i always just assume it was like strapped in like like the back of a truck or something and just flew out oh the wheelchair delivery service hit a bump <laughs> in the road and a couple of them just slid on i don't know it feels a little bit better to think about that than someone really it makes you feel better to think of somebody who needs a wheelchair being denied because it fell out of the back of a truck i mean then someone as opposed to somebody who thought disappearing maybe from a wheelchair maybe yeah i'll just start to crawl yeah that's fine <laughs> I don't feel bad about it Benjamin I am remiss to spoil your fun but we must commence Henry said oh very well let's get started he raised the gun without ceremony pointing it at Lydia oh. hey I've been waiting a long time to do this ma'am what's the beef with Lydia Lydia's uh, father-in-law pulled the trigger and shot her in the chest damn no the in-laws a rough relationship she fell back clutching at her heart Emily and Adam screamed ah. along with Jimmy they ran to the fallen woman's side Emily sank to her knees holding Lydia's head trying to give her comfort why doesn't the fireballer Jimmy just toss a 99 mile per hour cheese ball right at this guy's head huh give you think a cheese ball can beat a gunshot give him the high heat do i think it can beat a gunshot yeah if you can throw come out of jimmy's arm new ucl if you can throw a a snap to it a fastball 97 miles an hour does that mean you could throw a bullet 97 miles an hour no you could throw a bullet twice as fast because it's smaller no you could throw anything the same speed that's how gravity works whoa you know, if a feather and it's fallen and a book is fallen. Yeah. Right. But so you're saying if I threw a feather, it'd go the same speed as a ball. Yeah. And, and farther too. Yeah. Uh, well, it makes sense. Perhaps. If it's on a live bird, because it could keep flying. It's physics. Anyway. You ever go to high school? Nah. What'd you do in physics class? Oh, man. I played PSP all day. We had a... <laughs> we had... <laughs> We had a year-long sub, and one time he... That's just a teacher, man. Yeah. It's not a sub. <laughs> he was not fit to leave a, a classroom. Sub. He looked at all of us. Oh, imagine if Subway sandwiches came in year-long length. Anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, like a um, like think, an artist residence, residency. Yeah. Sandwich artist residency. Yeah. Like, how long um, do you want your sub? Dream. A year. All right. Anyway, what did you say? What happened with your year-long oh, sub, which is just so a teacher? I didn't, I didn't learn a thing in physics. Me, me he, neither. He couldn't control the classroom. And at one point, he mimed machine gunning all of us, which ah. I should have, you know, thinking back at it. This is a different time. Probably should uh, write a little note to that somebody about that. was fine back then. This was like 2004 five. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. My German teacher in eighth grade used to do that. And she would say, is she sedish? Which means I'll, I shoot you. Oh, my God. No, that means it's even I'll, worse. That means I'll suck your dick, dude. You need to open up a German dictionary. I'll Pretty su- fucked up. Yeah, man. she said, I'll suck your dick. With a machine gun pantomime. That's pretty cool. That's the coolest teacher I've ever had. Yeah. Hang on, Lydia. Just hang on. Emily implored, stroking her hand. Lydia tried reaching out to Hannah, still asleep in Jimmy's arms, but she was too weak. Asleep? Wake up. There's fucking gunshots happening. Yeah, she got hit by one. Oh, my bad. Save my... Save my daughter. I uh, I beg you. You have a daughter? She was the only good thing. The only good thing. Bam. Last words. Tough. Lydia fell silent. Maybe you got people dying at the 75% mark. She was gone. This last page is going to be. I thought this was a young adult book. Bonkers. It is a young adult book. People die in young adult books. You ever read the Bible? Emily leapt to her feet screaming, what kind of monster are you? She tried to storm forward, but Adam and Jimmy held her back. There's really nothing you can do, Emmy. You should really listen to your brother, Miss Brewer. Mr. Busford said. He reached into his other coat pocket and pulled out a teeny amber vial. There really isn't anything you can do to stop this. Well, Henry, are we ready? I thought you were going to say violin. Little teeny Mm. tiny violin. 
violin. Indeed we are, Henry replied. He turned to his fellow ghosts. Bring the body and put it on the stone. John Paul and Jacques dragged McManus's body over as instructed. Wee oui, wee. Oui. I would love to be dragged onto a stone. Me too. Gets the old back straightened out. And just, no, when I was dead. Oh. Why do you keep talking about you when you're dead, dude? I'm just saying. That's what we're going to do at Put Shane's me on a stone and leave me there. We're going to lug Shane's naked body up to a stone. You know what? Don't huh? even bury me. I'm not. Because if I'm on a stone. If it's up to me, you ain't getting You can married. come back in a couple years to see my bones. Man. Yeah. That's my boy's bones right there. <laughs> Damn. Damn. You remember that was my boy, Shane? Them's his bones. <laughs> But think about it. No one else is going to see your bones. Yeah. I want you guys to see my bones. I want you to see my bones because I'll never see them. Uh-uh. That's true, man. What a true tragedy that I can never see my own bones. Who knows what's going on in there? Maybe my skeleton's a special one. What if you're bright red? That right? Yeah, bright red bones. I'll never know. I yeah. will never see these bones. Well, I'll tell you if the if you do. Thanks. I'll write you a note to heavens. They laid them out on the blood doll limb to limb and head to head. Thank you, boys, Mr. Busford said, uncapping the vial. He raised it up like champagne toast. Mmm, amber. I'll see you again in a few minutes. The old man kicked back his head and opened his mouth, ready to pour the liquid into his mouth. Henry slapped it from his hand. The vial went flying, and the dry, sandy floor of the cave drank the liquid instead. You ass. Nothing like a big slap. What the hell are you doing, Henry? My apologies, but I can't have your spirit getting in the way of my own resurrection. Spirit, get it? We've got some ghost uh, quabbling. Mm. Before Mr. Busford could finish his sentence, Henry struck with the dagger, slashing the man's throat. Damn. Go for the throat? No, no, no. Yeah, that's a power move right there. That's what that's what I I want my funeral to be. I want you guys to slit my throat. Nah, I wouldn't do that. I'm <laughs> old school. What is going on I'm, in here? <laughs> it's Halloween. Yeah. Get Ooh. into it. <laughs> I haven't thought about dying once today. Yeah, you know, I go, I wouldn't slit you. your throat, bud. No. No, I like your throat. Thanks. You know what I do? Good old fashioned stab to the heart. <laughs> yeah, wow. get me with right. a huge blade. Oh really? yeah. Yeah. I could break through. You can get my heart. I could get it. You, you know, you it's not it where it's in the middle. It's right in the middle of I my think stomach. <laughs> if I had to, if I had to, I wouldn't stab you. I'd just push you down some stairs. That's all. That's not an instant. It's not death. Yeah. You just maim us and hurt us. You ever see the staircase, that uh, Netflix documentary? Oh, yeah, I did. Uh, yeah, she got attacked by owls. Perhaps. I or think she did. That's how I want my funeral. I'm going to be attacked by owls. <laughs> but not pecked. I just want to be knocked down the stairs. But... Yeah, I want them to kick my ass. And then scrape my head. Uh-huh. And then taunt me. <laughs> Mr. Busford grabbed his neck, trying to stop his own exsanguination. You fool! He managed to shout, even as the blood made his voice gurgle. <laughs> I warned you! If you double-cross me, I've taken precautions. Harvey Firestein. I have slapped my throat. A freaking diet over here. Oh, my God. My dark magic will deal with anything you have put in place. Of that, I can assure you. Mr. Busford's eyes bulged. He choked and spat blood. His whole upper body was awash in crimson. This is fucked up. The old man seized before going limp. He slid from the wheelchair onto the cave floor. Damn, slid a guy's throat in a wheelchair. That's rough. <laughs> Dead. You don't do that to a guy in a wheelchair. Now you stab him in the heart. You stab him in the legs. Can't feel. Let's stop there. Oh. I suppose. Boy. Ah. Uh. Everybody. Austin, do I have your permission to murder you? Yeah, but like I, when I just you're told ready, you. when yes. you're ready, 
I don't appreciate it when my boys talking about killing each other. Yeah, don't you want to see well, Shane's bones though? You gotta kill me and put me on a rock. Why can't we all just like hug and stuff? You know? I'm gonna post Shane. You know how those skeletons they have like hanging up for like doctors' offices or yeah. like art? I wanna hang your body like that and then just have you decompose into a what skeleton. No, well, how are you gonna pose me? Thumbs up? Uh yeah, thumbs up your butt. Okay, no. let's jump ahead now the last bit. No, give me a thumbs up to society <laughs> and put the other hand on my hip. Uh one hand on you can cross my ankles one hand middle finger up and another one with a cigarette in the mouth that's Lit. pretty cool oh that's good yeah all right that's pretty cool what are you gonna do about my teeth leave them Pull put em. some new ones yank them yank them toss them toothless wow. toothless <laughs> bum all right let's jump ahead to the last page good luck cleaning my bones i would never they're gonna be sticky acid wash those bones jesus christ this is a disastrous episode uh <laughs> let's jump ahead to the last page of uh, the uh, House of Voodoo Song. Oh. Here we go. Last page of the uh, House of Tariki Tiki Tabby. I'll forgive you if you forgive me. It sounds like an August release. Emily smiled. Oh, you didn't do anything seriously wrong. Yeah, an August release for you. Oh, yeah? What's that? In the toilet. Yes, I did. <laughs> You've been saving that for me? <laughs> yes, I did. It's October, bud. Mm. We were separated from each other so often that I lost my way. All backed up. For that, I'm deeply sorry. Do you forgive me for that? Yes, of course I do. Good. Then I forgive you, and now we can start over. So I'm your girlfriend again? Aww. It was a serious look by Emily's interpretations. Emily, you can't just go back to being my girlfriend. It just didn't work. I'm just not in the right place for that, babe. Emily pulled back. Oh, all right. I guess... I guess I don't blame you. More tears streamed down her face. Jimmy grabbed her. He pulled her back in and smiled. Don't you get what I'm saying? You're my wife. He laughed. Get what? I'm asking you to marry me? Oh. Oh. Whoa. Nice, Jimmy. Can you do that in like a sing-song way? I'm asking you to marry me. Yes. Wow. A series of notes that have never been sung in that order. (laughs) I I asked for it, and I appreciate it. it. For better or worse. Thank you. Her hands went to her mouth. Covering her ex- excitation. Ooh, that's a nosebleed. Excuse me. Her tears turned into outright sobs as she shook her head. It's dry. Dry weather. <laughs> you are? I have my AC unit on. Of course I am. So what do you say? Yes, Hey, Jimmy. what do you say? You want to be my wife? Hey. Hey, you freaking turd. Hey, you, you little jamoke. You want to you wanna get married? You want to get hitched? Hey, what wife. do you say? Why don't we just tie the knot? Yes, Jimmy Mitchell. I'll marry you. I'll be your wife. Jimmy kissed her and held her to him until she stopped crying. We love to end a book on a sweet, sweet kiss. Mm, yeah, we do. We really do. Good. God, we got that out of the way. You know, you had to fill me in on what happened after I passed out. Emily sat up and smacked him on the shoulder. You scared the hell out of me. I slit your throat. That's my pitching arm. (laughs) Well, you scared the hell out of me. Oh, yeah, I guess you're right. We're even there. 
So what happened? Emily told him everything that happened once he had passed out. She even told him of her struggle as a ghost to set the house on fire. No, she was a ghost. She was just finishing up the story when Adam walked into the room. Hey, you're awake. He just woke up and he asked me to marry him. Aww. Yeah, she went. She was a ghost and then she went to the Lazarus machine from Casper. Uh, I was Came just, back as a person. I wish that was real. You I did? It is. I want to turn into it. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, death. Into a CGI ghost and then I come I want to turn into Devin Sawa. Mm. You can never be Devin Sawa. I'm sorry, bud. I don't, I don't, I don't think. I don't think you could do the butt crack haircut. Dude, I had that haircut. You had a crack. You had a JTT. I had a I had a, a DS. Sawa? You had a Sawa? I had a Sawa, dude. My haircut actually mirrored his for a while because when he had looked like the little flock of seagulls, I had yeah. one. And then he had the, the spiky hair and then I had spiky hair. Denise used mm. to go into the old haircuttery and bring in little clippings of... Uh, Sawa from the Tiger Give me the beat. latest Sawa. Yeah, can you, can you do this for me? They're, They're like, like, sir, he's on some legal program on USA. It's 2003. Yeah, he's like, we got him late in my house. I just want to look like Devin Sawa from the Stan music video for Eminem. <laughs> <laughs> That's my new look. I'm gonna, no, uh, I'm going for Devin Sawa, Little Giants. Little Giants, Devin Sawa? Mm-hmm. Damn. That's I'm just going to Sawa. Once you get that cut, you just start yelling Icebox. Uh-huh. That's true. You're the Icebox, Icebox. Biggest fan. This is Stan. Yeah, I figure it's the only way to get her to move in with me. Oh, fantastic. Welcome to the family. Adam reached into his pocket. I was bringing this as incentive to get you to wake up, but maybe it ought to be a wedding gift. It's a gun. He handed Jimmy a baseball. Aw. A baseball? Jimmy said, accepting his gift. Not just a baseball. It's another World Series ball to replace the one you lost. Wow. (laughs) Just from another random World Series? Hey, thanks, Adam. This must have cost you a mint. You shouldn't have. Well, actually, I just asked for it. I didn't pay for it. Who did? Adam turned to the sound of footsteps coming into the room. Jim McManus walked into the door. Big Jim. This guy. Oh, <laughs> Adam. Me, who's got, got two, two thumbs and paid for that ball. <laughs> Adam proclaimed, pointing at him. Mr. McManus. Emily shouted. Hey, you're alive, Jimmy said. Thanks to you three, I gather. That's Big Jim McManus. <laughs> Whoa, the snake man And voice? he's just been appointed executor of the Busford estate. Oh, wow. Adam added. Terrific. Sick Only job. until Hannah's 21, McManus corrected. Oh, Hannah's back in the fall. Yeah, well, well, still pretty cool, pretty cool. They found her. Jimmy leaned into Emily. Hey, how do we know that's not Henry? He whispered. Excuse me? Who? Well, Adam did call out his name. Yeah, but Henry had all that voodoo. How can you be sure? Well, McManus said, <laughs> I have to get going. <laughs> I just want to make sure that all, you, all of you are all right. If there's anything the estate can do for you, just let me know. Thanks, Adam replied. Goodbye, Mr. McManus turned to go. <laughs> oh, goodbye. Au revoir. Oh. Emily blurted out. Au revoir. <laughs> How worldly. Avivaderci. <laughs> McManus looked back over his shoulder. What? Oh, nothing, just checking. The ex soldier did a double take at this private joke, but he finally turned to go. He walked out of the room with the sound of laughter trailing behind him. The end. Huh. Well. It was good. <laughs> I had a good time. It was good. It was, yeah. Uh, Spooky? Yeah. It had ghosts, mm-hmm. guns, yeah. ball, oh. baseball. Baseball. Uh, ghosts, guns, and baseball. And the snake- New Orleans. Had New Orleans. New Orleans. And, old, old, old. It had and it some- had the snake man voice. Yeah. Uh, gotta love that. Yeah, it was, uh, you know, appropriately spooky. Sorry we read the second book and maybe did a bad job to the author, but hey. Hey, you know what you get when you listen to this podcast? Garbage. Big steaming piles of garbage shoveled right down your throat. 
I think if you look at all the other podcasts out there, where are the podcasts where you stick your hand in spaghetti noodles and you fake shout, it's brains, but you know it's spaghetti. That's us. That's us. That's the, our lane. Who are we casting as a movie? Hmm. I'm going to cast The Mummy. From Mummy? Uh, no, the move, the whole movie The Mummy. Oh, the whole movie The Mummy. Or you're I, just going to recast The Mummy. I'm not going to recast anything. Oh, no, you're putting the cast of The Mummy in this book. Yes. I'm, He's not removing the cast from The Mummy and putting new people in The Mummy. He's taking the cast from The Mummy. I'm taking the cast, the plot, the entire film of The Mummy, and I'm going to put it in this movie, and I'm going to call it this movie's title, and it's going to make the same amount of money as The Mummy did. Yeah, and it's going to be a big-time August release. It's going to come out in August. Yeah, that's right. Okay, you know, I'm satisfied with that. What else we got? You going to do another book? (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. All right, let's end the episode. (laughs) Just fine. Just fine, everybody. Happy Halloween. Thanks to Morris Reese for our music. Thanks to Chris Linguist for our art. Thanks to you for listening. You can find us at AMZM Book Club on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. You can subscribe to our premium episodes. And why wouldn't you after a barn burn like this? Go to patreon.com slash AMZM Book Club. Pony up $5 a month and we'll give you something or other once in a while. Uh, <laughs> uh, then what else we got? You can go to bookclubpodcast.com. You can give us a telephone call just like our good friend did at the beginning. 567-309-0357. 567-309-0357. Call in. You got gas. Big shout out to uh, Mr. McMullen Sullivan. Mr. Yeah. David McMullen Sullivan, you've died again. I'll say this. You we wrote a wonderful horror young adult book uh-huh. that we can understand. Thank you. And your note touched me. Yeah. No, you know, it's rare that authors reach out and say anything positive, but this was so effusively like, oh, I loved it. I'd love for you to do it again. And uh, we took a big swing. Nothing but air. Whiff. But it was a good try. Sorry, buddy. Get, we'll come back next year with round three. There is a third book that we can do next We're going to do it. Speaking of sequels, everybody tune in next week because we got a we got Fat Vampire 4 coming down the pike. Are you just going to tell everybody what it is? Yeah, why not? Who cares? All right. Goodbye. Goodbye.